Look at your neighbor, tell them you look better than I do. That'll always start things off well. Some of you are going to have to ask the Lord to forgive you, but it's fun, isn't it? <laughs> Deuteronomy 10 and 17, 10 and 17. Boy, the Spirit of the Lord is strong in the house here today. Jesus, man, it's awesome in the house today. Look at your neighbor say, God's going to touch you today. Ooh, look now, look back at him and say, I believe it. All right, I believe it. The Bible said, for the Lord your God is God of gods. It said, and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty and a terrible, which regardeth not persons nor taketh reward. It said, he doth execute the judgment of the fatherless, and the widows, he loves a stranger, and giving him food and raiment. Giving him food and raiment. He said, love ye, therefore, the stranger, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Woo, ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. He said, thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, and him shall thou serve and to him shalt thou cleave and swear by his name he is thy praise can I get an amen he's your praise am I not right when things are bad he's your praise when things are crazy he's your praise uh -huh. when, when things get twisted up he's your praise when your neighbor ticks you off, he's your praise. When you argued on the way to church, he's your praise. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. So he, look at your neighbor. Say, he's your praise. Ooh, look at somebody else. Say, here's your praise. And he is God and hath done for these great and terrible things which thine eyes have seen. Next scripture. It says, thy father went down into Egypt with threescore and ten persons. And now the Lord thy God hath made thee as the stars of heaven for multitudes. Went down with a few, but now you're coming out as the stars of heaven for the multitudes. Ain't nothing like that, huh? Look at your neighbor and say, it's a few of us now, but we're coming out. Woo, huh? Just in case you didn't know, did you see the new building going up? Huh? I, I said, it's a few of us right now, but we fixing to fill that thing up. Groveport ain't seen nothing yet. Huh? I said, Groveport ain't seen nothing yet. We're about to fill it up in Jesus' name. Let me preach just for a few moments. I won't preach long today, I promise. I'm going to preach a little bit about it's time to outshout your doubt. Is that all right? Do I got to preach in church in here today? Uh -huh. Do I still got to preach in church at about 10 after 12, huh? I know you ate before you got here, so let's go ahead. We might as well go on and have a little church, huh? It's time to outshout your doubt. Give him a hand clap of praise one more time. 
I love it. The remarkable sayings prove that God uh, has us uh, in his best interest. In fact, I'm just going to be a little honest here today that it really doesn't matter what everybody else is saying. It doesn't matter what the enemy's saying. I'm telling somebody in the building that it's time uh, to outshout your doubt. God said, I'm going to take care of the fatherless. I'm going to take care of the widow. In fact, he said, I'm going to take care of somebody that has a need and wants me to do something miraculous uh, in their body, their mind, or their spirit. Can I tell somebody God uh, is alive and well uh, in the house uh, here this morning? In fact, it's time that we realize uh, that God uh, is on our side. It doesn't matter. I'm going to say it like I always say it. It don't matter what the doctor says. It don't matter what the lawyer says. It don't matter what the banker says. It don't matter what the next door neighbor says. I'm telling you, uh, God uh, is on my side. Uh, God uh, knows exactly uh, what's happening in my body, my mind, and my spirit. Uh, I'm here to tell somebody at turn point today uh, that it's time uh, to outshout your doubt. Uh, don't let nobody keep your joy. Uh, don't let nobody take you uh, by surprise. Uh, don't let something get you distracted uh, by the things of what God wants to do. Uh, what you need to do is stand flat-footed uh, and tell the devil you're a liar, you're a deceiver, you're the father of lies, and the truth is in in you. Today is the day that I'm going to outshout my doubt. I'm telling somebody he is alive and well in the house. If God's ever delivered you, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever healed your body, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever mended your marriage, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever paid a bill for you, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever blessed you, you ought to shout right now. You saying why? Because now now it's time to outshout your doubt. Don't you dare sit there and cry. Don't you sit there and get all deceived. But say, I know that God is alive and well. God can do anything for me. God can handle anything for me in this situation that I'm in. You say, do you believe God can do anything? I'm telling you right now, God absolutely uh, can do anything. Uh, it's an awesome thing to know that when God uh, moves upon the scene, uh, that something uh, is going to happen. Uh, there's no reason to doubt because the Bible said uh, he's going to take care of the fatherless uh, and the widow. Uh, the Bible said that he loves uh, anyone uh, that is a stranger. Uh, the Bible said uh, that he's going to take care uh, of the brokenhearted. The Bible said that he is going to be a keeper of your soul. The Bible said that he is going to stick closer than a brother. The Bible said he will supply all of your needs. The Bible said that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Bible said where two or three are gathered together in my name touching and agreeing, there I am in the midst of them also. The Bible said I'm a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. The Bible said the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't care how you feel. You need to shout. I don't care what it seems like. You need to shout. I don't care what it smells like. You need to shout. I don't care what the neighbors say. You need to shout. Can I tell somebody it's time to out shout your doubt? Yeah. 
You say you believe the Lord can do anything? I'm telling you, it's time to take control of whatever it is that is trying to come against our body, our mind, or our spirit. It's time to tell the devil, you're not going to mess with my family. You're not going to mess with my church. You're not going to mess with my pastor. You're not going to mess with my finances. You're not going to mess with my neighborhood. See, you got authority in this house to open your mouth. You got authority in this house uh, to tell the devil his business. Uh, you've got authority uh, in this house uh, to put the devil in his place. That Bible said that when the builder laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, it said that he set the priest uh, in their apparel with the trumpets. And it says, uh, and the Levites and the son of Asaph, and then it said, and symbols uh, to praise the Lord uh, after the ordinance of David, the king of Israel. The Bible says uh, that they sang together by the course uh, in praising and giving thanks uh, unto the Lord. Uh, listen to me. If you just get a little disappointed or you get a little uh, delusional or you get a little down on yourself, you know what you need to do? You need to start singing and praising the Lord. Uh, praising, you said, what do you mean by praising the Lord? Uh, praise is this way. Worship is this way. Praise is when you tell somebody else. Uh, if you're having a bad day, you ought to start telling somebody. I might be having a a bad day but I'm about to praise the Lord I might oh I had a flat tire on the way to church but I'm going to praise the Lord I had a situation or two come against me. It don't matter. Just go on and praise the Lord. I had a problem or two. It don't matter. Go ahead and praise the Lord. Somebody said something about me. It don't matter. Go on and praise the Lord. Yeah. He said they sang together by the course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord. And here's what he said. Because he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Tell your neighbor, he is good. Tell somebody else, he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Do you believe that right now? I said he is good and his mercy endureth forever. That ain't just stuck off in the Bible for some unknown reason. That's stuck off in that Bible because he said, hey, he is good and his mercy endures forever. Can I tell somebody in the house, God can and will do anything if we'll let him. Said and the people shouted with a great shout. And when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. I told him this morning, I, I didn't read over that real good. And then I started thinking, hey, the foundation of the house of the Lord has been laid. You need to look at your neighbor and say, the Lord is good. And his mercy endureth forever. I want you to get ready. We're about to fill that thing up in Jesus' name. I'm not just up here pumping or priming that up. I'm telling you now, in the Holy Ghost, uh, we're about to fill that building up in Jesus' name. I'm glad it's going to see 1,200, but that ain't going to be big enough. Uh, God uh, is going. Why? Because he, he, what? he's good and his mercy endureth forever. Can I tell somebody, God's alive and well. You ought to shout about what God's doing right now. You ought to give God a little praise uh, about what he's doing right now. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. 
foundation of the house was laid. But let me, let me just go a little further. The Bible said, but many of the priests and the Levites and the chiefs of the fathers, they were ancient men. They were good men, but they were ancient men. And they had seen the first house. They seen the first house. And when the foundation was laid before their eyes, they wept. They wept with a loud voice. You know, sometimes it's hard for people to see further than where they're sitting. I've noticed that in things, you know, it's just, well, that's just what's before me. That's what I'm seeing. Ain't nothing wrong. This is a beautiful place right here. People, blood, sweat, and tears built this house. Can I get an amen? I said blood, sweat, and tears built this house. Can I get an amen? Opposition helped build this house. Can I get an amen? Problems helped build this house. Can I get an amen? Victories helped build this house. Can I get an amen? People being delivered helped build this house. Can I get an amen? People being set free helped build this house. Can I get an amen? People going down in the name of Jesus is what helped build this house. Can I get an amen? There's elders. They looked. and The Bible said they wept. Seen the first house. And the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes. So they wept with a loud voice. But then there were some newcomers, some new folk. There wasn't a whole lot of blood, sweat, and tears put in there, but all they could see was the new building. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Hey, we didn't get six, seven, eight hundred people by accident. We got it by going through about 2,000. Look at your neighbor say, I'm still standing. There have been good people go on with the Lord now, looking down, saying, hey, here we go. Still here. So there was some that was weeping, and then there was a few. The Bible said, and many shouted aloud for joy so that the people could not discern. Uh-oh, listen. So that the people could not discern the outside. Not the church folk, the outside. It's a little revelation coming there. It, was the out, it wasn't the church, it was the outside folks. It was the folks that's passing by every day. It was the folks in the grocery store. Had a woman walk up to us last night at the restaurant. She said, oh, yeah, uh, I've been, uh, you know, turn point. Pastor said, yeah. And he said, who invited you? She said, nobody. She said, we just showed up one time, me and my dad. She said, now my kids are used to something a little. She said, but I really enjoyed myself. Pastor said, can't wait for you to come back. Right. See, people on the outside. I saw people in Walmart. People on the outside. You, you, you got me? He said, so the people, it was on the outside. So that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout and the noise was heard afar off. Ancient men, blood, sweat, and tears. And now, whoo, the newcomers. We got all this happening. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to outshout our doubt. 
We're going to scream. We're going to holler. We're going to shout. We're going to worship. We're going to give. We're going to sacrifice. Uh-oh. We're going to rejoice. Because you know why we're building that? Because some of your family's going to be saved. Some of your children are going to come home. See, you need to outshout your doubt right now. I don't care what people said. I ain't never going to go there. They're going to come. I ain't never going to go there. They're going to come because when they start coming by, they're going to hear a shout. They're going to hear, oh, come on, somebody. Come on, turn point. They're going to hear a shout. They're not going to hear no weeping and wailing and moaning and groaning. They're going to hear a shout. They're going to hear somebody saying, praise the Lord. They're going to hear somebody saying, I love the Lord. They're going to hear somebody saying, I know that God is alive and well. Surely goodness and mercy has followed them all the days of our life. Verse 11 says they shouted with a great shout which meant a shout of joy, clamor, blast of trumpets, jubilee, victory shout. I'll say it. I said it this morning. I'm going to say it again. I've learned something about a great noise or a great shout. Hear me. It can't be ignored. I said it can't be ignored. I promise you, this is our greatest hour. This is our greatest day. Can I get an amen? God has just started. God works from the end to the beginning, not the beginning to the end. I said God just started. I want you to get ready. When we get done with that building, God's going to help us fill it up. And when we fill that one up, we're going to go to that next phase. And you said, why? Because I'm going to outshout my doubt. I don't care what it looks like, smells like, seems like, look like. I'm going to shout because I know that God's in it. And when God's in it, there's not one thing that can stop it. Look at your neighbor say, God's in it. Look back at him and say, I know. Even if you don't know, lie to yourself and say, I know. Because God is in control. I said, God is in control. Woo! You say, you believe the Lord can do it? I know he can do it. Foundation's been laid. There's been things that come along and tried to tear down what's been built. I, I wrote some of that down last night. I'll say it again. The foundation has been laid and there's been things come along try to tear down what has been built. You say, why is that? Why would you think the enemy would want that to happen? Huh? Why would you think the enemy would want this place to be filled? Why do you think we're doing three services? It ain't because we ain't got nothing better to do. We're having three services because we ain't got no room. When we walk into that first service, you know what people are going to say? Pastor, I love you, but we didn't build big enough. He said, it's okay. All it takes is a few more million. Just in case you didn't know, that ain't his church over there. That's your church. Look at your neighbor and say, you better come on. I'm, I'm home. I'm family. I ain't got nothing to prove here. But I'm just telling you right now, I'm so pumped up about that church. I'm so I'm telling everybody about it. 
I've had to ask the Lord to forgive me. I've been lying. I told him it was going to be 90,000 square feet. I said, I ain't lying. I'm just speaking in faith. It's going to be 40, but we're going to have to double. I got about seven amens and two Baptist nods. You ain't out shouting your doubt. I know y'all think this is the 11 o'clock service. What's that mean? That ain't got nothing to do with me. I said, you got to out shout your doubt. Come on. You got to say, you know what? I'm blessed and highly favored. That's my church. I can't wait to help fill it up. I can't. The foundation's been laid. They don't come too late to tell me that ain't going to happen. The foundation's been laid. They don't come too late to tell me it ain't going to make it. Huh? The foundation's been laid. Can I talk about the foundation a little while? I know we're talking about physical. I'm going to talk about spiritual. There ain't nothing wrong with this spiritual foundation. There's nothing wrong with the doctrine that we preach here. There's nothing wrong with holiness inside and out that we preach here. There's nothing wrong with Jesus' name, baptism, and Holy Ghost infillment that we preach here. There's nothing wrong with discernment uh, that we preach here. There, there's nothing wrong with people being baptized in Jesus' name. That's what we preach here. That ain't something we come up with. That's something that he come up with. I'm telling you, we're going to outshout our doubt. I'm telling you right now, God is going to show himself strong uh, for the Turn Point Church. You might as well shout now. You might as well get excited now. You might as well just get in the boat. Even though you row, it don't matter. Just get in the boat. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I'm not going to let down on what we preach. There's only one God, and Jesus is his name. That Bible said there's one Lord, there's one faith, and there's one baptism. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I and my Father are one, and beside me there is no other. He said, there's only one Lord, there's only one faith, and there's only one baptism. He said, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. I said it earlier and I'll say it again. Anybody can draw a crowd at a circus. I'm just not looking to go to a circus. I'm looking to go to an apostolic house. And there's very few apostolic churches in the world today. We use that word too loosely. But you got an apostolic man right there. You got a man that has been called to this city. There's a difference in being called and being sent and just pick up and went. I'm telling you, you got a man that's been called. Somebody needs to outshout their doubt. I feel it just a little bumping in my spirit. But I'm telling somebody, you need to get in your mind that God's got this under control. Foundation has been laid, and there's promises. I could say words from the Lord. I could say prophecies, and I could say all that, but I think some people are punch drunk on that. I love all that. Don't you take me wrong. Don't go off and say something that I didn't say. But let me tell you something. That word is forever settled. That word is yea and amen. That word don't lie. That word, listen, and when you got a man that is following the man and hearing from the man, 
I know that's a little uncomfortable for him. That's why I ain't looking that way. But as long as you got a man following the man, I'm telling you, there ain't nothing going to go wrong. God has everything under control. Some of you need to outshout your doubt. Some of you need to say, I didn't know how it was going to happen. I know how it's going to happen. It's going to happen with the help of the Lord. It's going to happen through prayer and fasting. It's going to happen because here's why. I'm going to outshout my doubt. 